0: Believe it or not, there are still teachers trying to get a left-handed kid to write with the right hand. Because it's not the norm to be left-handed. There are places where you will be sent to a clinic because you are gay and you have to treat that. Because in their eyes, being straight is the normal state. Tell me, who has the right to tell us what's normal? And anyway, do you know the definition of being normal? Having a car, a house, a family and a job? And what if I don't want to have a house? Does that mean I'm not normal? And apropos cars, there are still places where it isn't normal for a woman to drive a car. In this case, who wants normal? Normal. In today's episode, I would like to talk about the fine line between normality as a place where we feel safe and protected and normality as a dangerous hidden trap which can destroy a marriage, a job or the time of your life. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode with me, another time expert, someone who will never forget this moment. I was a kid and I came home from another normal day at school, thoughtful. I went to see dad and told him that in class they would say that my family, including me, wasn't normal. I asked him if that is true and he slowly shook his head and came up with the most unexpected answer because between us, my classmates were right and it was quite obvious that the Yellen family was completely different. And he said, Oh, that's not right. I think we are a pretty normal family. And I remember just standing there thinking, wait a minute, what did he just say? In this moment, something profound was happening. I realized that in his eyes, we were normal. I understood that it's up to each one of us to define what's normal without judging it. I also understood that there wasn't a clear definition of being normal. They thought we were not normal. He thought we were normal. Who is right? Maybe nobody. I looked at the world with different eyes from that day on. And still today, if someone says, that's not normal, I would think for myself, and others will think, yes it is. To begin with, it's important to know that I will not go into the topic of norms today. I will only talk about normality as social behavior and what is seen as normal by society. Because otherwise, we will have a three-hour episode. Ready? I am. Before we look at the fine line where normality is a place where you feel safe and protected and normality as a dangerous hidden trap, we have to answer the question, what is normality? In our culture, it's normal to have a house, a family, a car, a job and friends. Jeans, blouses, uni t-shirts, suits, that's normal to wear. Brown hair, red hair, blonde, black or grey hair, that's also normal. And it's normal to wear shoes, also in nature. Have a good degree at school, should be normal. And we also have been taught how to be normal. Don't talk too much, not too loud. When someone is talking... Do the humming, like mmm, mmm, mm mmm, mm, mm, sometimes because that shows active listening. And when you speak in front of a public, don't put your hands into the pockets. In general, to be normal means to fit in and follow the rules. You know, don't stand out, lay low. These are directions given by society. And there is nothing wrong about this. Let's not blame society. The problem is that we, as individuals, often just follow it without questioning for oneself if that fits you. That is why I am emotional, because maybe we haven't found out yet what normal means for oneself nobody has the right to tell you what should be normal for you and i don't say that because i'm a rebel i say that because we simply cannot define what's normal so it doesn't make any sense to let others decide this for you i'm not talking about breaking the norms i am talking about the small things maybe you want blue hair but you don't dare because you think you have to fit in And perhaps you want to wear cowboy boots, but you are afraid that the others will laugh at you. That's the crime. We haven't been taught to dare to be ourselves. We are adults and don't dare to show what we would like to be seen as normal. Because we have been educated that normality exists. But boy... There is no overall normal, which means the same for everybody. Eat healthily, otherwise you get sick. I get that. There is enough evidence that this might be true. But be normal, otherwise, otherwise what? There are a bunch of people out there telling us what's normal. Normality is sold to us as the place where you will be secure and safe and protected. Hmm. If you are normal, you don't get any trouble. Oh really? Oh really? I know a few very normal people in very normal marriages and they have a lot of trouble. Now, how could we work with this topic? To say that... Something is normal could be seen as a judgment. So what if we would open up the boundaries of our individual view of normality a little bit? First step, focus on finding your own normal. Don't care about the normals of others, just focus on yours. And how about if we start to teach our kids that normal isn't a state someone else can teach us. Isn't it the duty for us as parents to let them find their own normality and be able to live with abnormalities as well? But I see it at home how even Nina has already a clear understanding of what's normal and what isn't. And I tend to break some views of normality she has and I see it as my duty and I'm happy to do so. And it doesn't take long, and she also starts to see it as normal. Pushing this means also to become open minded. And I don't think we are protecting our kids by teaching them how to be normal. Rather, we can teach them. To give them the self-confidence to stand above it and to build up an inner strength so that when the others laugh at you because you wear different clothes than the others that it will not hurt as much as it would and be proud to be different. Another example. For me, it's normal to have paint in the face. Today it's more down there. When I started to go to my favorite coffee place with some paint somewhere in my face, they would say, oh, Anna, you have paint there. And I would say, yes, I know, it's wanted. And only a few times later, I went there without paint on my face. And they looked questioningly at me and said, what's wrong, Anna? No paint in your face? What happened here? First, they understood very fast that having paint in my face was normal for me and they accepted me this way. So when I suddenly change a behavior seen as normal, we think something has happened or is wrong. So the reaction was very human and natural to ask me if everything was all right. Also, We tend to get used quite quickly to abnormal behaviors as long as it doesn't affect us. And the funny thing is, in the beginning, it isn't normal, but with time, it gets normal. Best example, the coronavirus time. Even in such an abnormal time, there is some kind of normality which gently slides into our daily life. Have you felt it? Why is it? Because normality in its positive form can be stabilizing because we start to have routines again. Having routines means you control them. Having control makes us feel secure. It's so interesting to see that the range of normality can change. It shows us that what we thought was abnormal can become normal. It opens up our thinking. It's breaking limitations we had before. And after the virus, so many normals we had will be different. And that's fabulous. Let us now turn to the fine line I mentioned in the beginning. There are always two sides, also with normality. There is a good place and a bad place. And in between is this transparent line so we can't see when we are passing from the good state to the rather bad state. But there are signs. Let me be more precise. Normality in a good place is where we feel secure and safe. We are even thankful to have this normal life. But it can tip over. And that's when we land in the bad place. When everything becomes too normal. What happens when it becomes too normal? It becomes boring. Boring. When you start complaining and feel frustrated, these are the signs that you have tipped over. Now, normality isn't as fancy as it was. There is only one thing you can do when this happens. Communication. Are you bored at work? Sit down and think and come up with a plan and go and talk to your boss how you could change this. Show him your plan. Tell him how you feel. Are you bored in your marriage? Oh God, that's dangerous. I know people, they have left their partners because of this. What a shame if it could be handled differently. How? Talk, 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 talk until you have found a plan together to get out of boredom. It might take some courage and time and some not always easy discussions, but it's possible and it's so worth it. If you are bored, wherever it is, there will be desire showing up at the back door. A desire to break out, to break the routines. Who doesn't understand this? Always living a normal life isn't a balanced life. There is something missing. Adventure, a kick, a thrill, something new. But now, even here... Again, it's about finding the right balance. Normality can become boredom, but same with too much adventure. One day, even this will bore you out. It's a permanent scan of the situation and just be aware in which state you are to be able to communicate it. And do you know what I believe? That this is another cycle of life. That it's an iterative, and repeated process. Being thankful for normality, becoming bored, changing the situation. Starting from the beginning again. Thankful, bored, change. Thankful, bored, change. But I do propose that you don't want to stay in boredom for too long. Boredom is only good for short time periods, but not for the long ones. Why? With time, it will make you grumpy. It's like a sleeping volcano, which one day will explode if you don't change it by talking about it. And it also munches away your lifetime. And life just passes by like a silent passenger. So what shall we do after listening to this episode? I think it's time to think about your own normality. A follower from South America wrote in a message. I am normal in my own world. So what does that mean for you? What are your unique normals from your world? Think about it. That makes us an individual. I also think it's time to show them and not to care too much what others will say. We don't need to justify what's normal for us. Let them have their normalities and let's have ours. And let's talk about it with your family without judging one and on each other. It's a marvelous dinner topic and let's see what hidden normalities will show up. Ooh. My dear listeners out there, have a lovely week with only one goal. Stay safe and healthy. We can handle the rest. Take care and bye. Today, I have one of the biggest by the ways ever. In a short time into the future, we will have a members club, a members club where you can find thoughts, ideas and quite a few tools. You can choose between listen, read and watch. We have it all. Audio, articles, videos. It's my universe where you can stroll around and get out inspired every time you leave, I promise. And in one of the videos, I will be talking about this. Take five married women. All strangers to one and each other. I'm one of them. The other four ones stand in front of me. Now I will come up with a proposition. Time and money doesn't matter. Would you come with me to spend two days and nights in Las Vegas? And I would guarantee you that you would experience a weekend of your life. Would you come? How many? do you think would say yes? Find my answer in a video in my members club coming very soon.